0: Hey, what's happening folks, you are now tuned in to the I Am Set Apart podcast, where you are chilling, listening, probably multitasking, with me, Daryl Dixon Jr. Uh-huh. It is 8.50 on this Monday, and I'm just sitting here in the car. Reading the first three chapters of Psalms And I don't know Meditating on What I'm reading here I think chapter three Chapter three Stuck out the most to me It was the Psalm uh, David wrote when he was running from Saul And he was talking about how There were a lot of people against him. There were a lot of people out to kill him. And. We could probably just put a pin. In that part right there. That. The people. Were against him. People were after him. People wanted to kill him. People were looking for him. On behalf of. Saul. And because of his jealousy towards David and um man that 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 is one of the many uh what's the word I'm looking for I'm gonna try to sound smart here paradoxes concerning the human soul um, for those who know this story you know David was Saul's. Um, Armor bearer, in a sense, Um, Saul recruited him into his household. He wanted David to um, play the harp, I believe. I mean, this was after he killed Goliath, you know, after David took matters into his own hand and did what the king was supposed to do. And the king saw that, wow, you know. This young man is anointed. There's something about him. And he, you know, went to his father, said, listen, I'm requesting for your son to serve me in my palace. And, you know, whenever Saul was tormented with the spirit, David would come and play the harp. Now, this same young man who played who played the harp, who was musically inclined, anointed, gifted, who played this harp and the tormented spirit left from Saul. Was the very same David that Saul, in the same vein, wanted to kill, had animosity, hatred, jealousy—you name it—he had it. To- he had it towards this man, this man, this young man that was loyal to him, and Saul. Saul can very well be the representation of a lot of unstable individuals in this world today that love you one moment and talk about you the moment you leave out the room. Saul is a representation of the double-mindedness, the rebelliousness, the stubbornness, That exists in a lot of us today. And. It is a representation of. The confusion. The. The. The result of when free will. When liberty is not exercised in a right manner. And the doors that it spiritually opens to allow conflict unnecessary conflict, unnecessary turmoil, unnecessary grief, unnecessary just mind battles and mind games and, and just the things we think about and go through in our private times and in our, in our private thoughts. I mean, you know, it, it's a representation of all these things. A lot of these things in which we don't want to acknowledge, we don't want to think of ourselves as a type of soul we don't want to label ourselves as the kind of individual that may embody or display some of these characteristics when in essence uh you know we were born in sin we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity so there were a lot of things there were a lot of uh factors in our environments growing up that contributed to the way we think The way we do things, the the way we respond, how we react. There are a lot of things that people around us growing up had a direct or indirect influence on the product of who we are today. And especially if we're individuals who don't do too much self-reflecting and introspection into uh, uh, just being self-aware, just where's our mental health? Where's the health of our relationships? How do we view relationships? How do we view ourselves? How do we view the definition of love? How do we view when that love is demonstrated towards us and how do we view uh, the love we demonstrate towards another person? I mean, that's a whole nother topic. I mean, perspective. I mean, how many of us know individuals that that define love as uh, it's an action, but it's the wrong type of actions that they feel like, OK, this is how you show yourself or show your love to me. This is how you show your loyalty or your devotion to me Is by the things you can do for me not necessarily the things that are good for them it's the things that they feel that can be done for me what could i get out of this you know uh and they're very shallow things they end up really being very shallow things things that enable an individual things that will keep uh uh Low key things that will keep an individual hostage it, it would keep them imprisoned To their own secret sin That iniquity That, that would keep them imprisoned To the the, the private struggles that they have the, the things that they don't like about themselves The things that God knows about The things that they don't think anybody else knows about Those private thoughts Those hidden motives Those hidden agendas those Those things that You wish you can do If you were that type of person and and was about that kind of action. And again, you know, I think about myself and all of these things concerning me. I think about the times I've used people. I think about the times I was a bad friend, a bad brother, uh, a a bad son, you know. And, And when I talk about bad, meaning. I was selfish in my decision making When it came to the people around me I didn't always consider the good of others Uh, And and, and just because it's out of mind, out of sight Doesn't mean it's an excuse uh, To continue to operate in a certain manner Because again, uh, as I said before If we don't do too much self-reflecting Or introspecting into our own life If we're not really aware of self And where we are spiritually, mentally, physically And we just kind of have this uh, This, this, this imaginary type of of, of world, this dream world, if you will, of what we imagine ourselves to be versus who we currently are. Now, this doesn't mean that you can't aspire to be better in all facets of life but that doesn't mean that comes at the expense of ignoring the things you currently do or dabble in right now that doesn't mean ignoring the fact that that you do lie from time to time that you are uh inconsiderate of people's feelings or people's time that you are a little bit overbearing or dictator that you are controlling that you are um uh, pessimistic that you are all of these things and and yet you want to think of yourself as a good person which uh well we're not gonna get into that but let's just say, you know, the Holy Spirit that has been placed inside of us, you know, once we accept Christ into our life and are baptized, you know, in that, you know, we are capable of doing good things just as much as we are capable of doing bad things. And so when we say, you know, I'm a good person Again, that goes back to perspective. What does good really mean to you? What is good? How do you define what a good person is? Is that according to the Bible? Because according to the Bible, God says there's no good thing. You know, who who can call themselves good? Who can truly call themselves good? Now, understand what I'm saying here is that God is the only one that's good. What I'm talking about here is on a whole nother level when it comes to your spirit, man, when it comes to this, this flesh, when it comes to the things we currently deal with in the world. I've been told many a times when I get into arguments, when I'm dealing with things that just seem a little bit overbearing, I have to ask myself, like, am I really fighting a person or am I fighting a thing that's influencing this behavior? Like, what is the spirit behind? What is the attitude behind the behavior? Like, what am I really fighting? Am I fighting a person or am I fighting the the attitude and the spirit behind that individual? You see what I'm saying? So, you know, our acts, the, the, the things we do, are good the things we can we 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 want to do that god commands us to do these are good you know and again i ask so what's the guideline what do you determine good is good uh uh according to what the word of god says or is good according to what you feel and think good is and that's where the clash comes that's where the clash comes you know and here it is david you know he's done nothing wrong to saul and yet There there was just this jealousy aroused from the fact that, okay, David was anointed. And let me put this out there, folks. If you're anointed, you are automatically going to have Saul's in your corner, in your camp, looking at you, despising you, resentful towards you, envious towards you, jealous because of you. Because what David had, I can't say he didn't ask for it. But understand, my man was shepherd and sheep before he ever became a king. My man was already preparing to walk into his calling before he was ever called. You know what I'm saying? Before he was like, like God qualified the call. He wasn't qualified from the gate. God qualified him. And he was already being prepared for uh, the purpose that he was going to walk in. And so there are a lot of us that people... They just dislike you because it's like it brings sort of a condemnation towards the individual that doesn't like you in a manner of, okay. every time I see this person, they remind me of what I should be doing. But because I won't take the initiative and do what I'm supposed to do, I'm going to hate on them. I'm going to find every chink in their armor. I'm going to find a way to find something wrong with what they're doing and and mask it in the form of constructive criticism where it really is just low-key hating i'm gonna find a way to 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 kind of bring them down very very subtle you know and don't get me started with the ones who claim that they got a word from the lord and they're speaking on the lord's behalf or the holy ghost told them to say this but there's no bit of love there's no bit of encouragement there's no bit of inspirement or exhortation behind that and, and and I look for that. I I, I, I cannot stand individuals who, who who use the Holy Ghost and God for play play. Like everything out of their mouth is the Holy Spirit told me. God said to tell me. Like, fool. Okay, I I, I can hear God for myself as well. And what you telling me, God didn't say that to me. That's a whole nother conversation. And i'm talking about those who who pray and have a relationship with god i mean it's no different from the relationships that you have here on earth if your relationship is estranged with a family member or maybe you know a friend that you knew at school for a long time but y'all really don't talk that much so you really don't know each other like that and so there are just certain things you're not going to do and not going to say and not going to ask of that individual because you don't know where they're at you don't have that rapport with them the same thing applies to your relationship with God. If you only pray five minutes every week to talk to Him, then I highly doubt you're going to know what is on His mind concerning you and in, in His life. So and therefore, you may run into some trouble in hearing God for yourself. And so that everybody that comes along says, "I heard something," or "I got a word from the Lord," it pisses you off because it's things that you really don't want to hear. Because in one aspect, it's parts of yourself that you really ain't ready to deal with and has been running from, and other aspects it's like i've been praying but i ain't been hearing god for myself and everybody keeps coming to me and telling me what god is saying and now you end up growing a resentment towards god and people when god had nothing to do with that like imagine 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 somebody uh uh coming to like coming to you and and saying you know daryl told me to tell you this daryl told me to tell you that i heard a word from daryl and he said this and it was things that i never said and now you feeling some type of way towards me because this person keeps saying daryl said this when daryl didn't say a darn thing to that person to say to you we be who we are as human beings if i got something to say to you then i'm gonna come to you and say it so why would I need somebody to go to you on my behalf to say that in my personal opinion, I believe when your relationship is right like that with God, God is going to confirm things to you way before somebody comes to you and tells you what God said to them about you for you. You, you, you dig what I'm saying? So, you know, get that relationship right. Get make sure you in the word if you want to know the will of god how you supposed to act how you supposed to conduct yourself towards people how you're supposed to act as an individual read his word that is His voice. That is His inspired word. That book from Genesis, the Revelation, will tell you everything you need to do. That is the blueprint for this life. And so, when you're reading the blueprint, you are getting the master, the Creator's voice firsthand. And 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 when you do that, when people are coming to you out the blue talking about God said this, you can discern, you can ascertain, you will be able to judge whether or not that is a word from the Lord or if it's just them speaking and trying to make. It sound more deep and holier than what it really is when in fact this is just their own criticism towards what they think you should or should not be doing and instead of getting frustrated or irritated by it it's like you know what my dad already talked to me personally he already let me know about this thing so you know I, i i appreciate to an extent you know the word and it's on us to take it or leave it you know we don't have to receive everything everyone talks to us about we do not And so here it is again, you know, I'm reading, I'm reading about David and the people against him because of one man, because of the king, the jealousy of the king towards this individual and the pressure that David's feeling. And he's like, Lord, man, man, you know, punch these people on their face, you know, you know, like drop kick them, like get them off my back. He's the one acknowledging that, Lord, I'm able to lay my head at night and sleep in peace and wake back up because you're the lifter of my head you're you're my glory you're my shield you're my protector and we need that and there's no way David would have been able to acknowledge and 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 uh hold God in his high esteem if he did not have a relationship with him and that's where the worship comes in David was a worshiper his heart everything he did his intentions were all geared towards God Yes, we know about the incident with Bathsheba and him killing the husband and so on and so forth. But God still said that David was a man after his own heart. I encourage y'all to meditate on that. What does it mean to be a man or a woman after God's own heart? God knew we would, God knew this flesh was corrupted from the moment Adam sinned. And then Christ, you know, paid the price yes we're, we're we're in a uh, a fallible uh uh you know body that that it grows old it decays it, you know it, it wasn't always intended to be this way but with that there are measures that we we are to take to take care of these bodies to take care of our mind and david knew who to go to when 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 the pressure was on I mean, you might not have the pressure of a thousand people on your back, but the pressure of your coworkers, your boss, your 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 uh, your, um, your co-workers, your family members may feel like the pressure of a thousand people on your back. The creditors calling your, your your phone. The the mail coming to your house. This is overdue. This needs to be paid. We about to repossess this. We about to take this away. You got to come to court for child support. It may feel like the pressure of a thousand people on your back. And who are you running to? Are you running to the bottle? Are you running to the to the to the nicotine? Are you running to the fridge? Are you running to the TV? That's what I I do, and it's hard. I gotta be delivered from that daily. I I I could spend all day and binge watch. Movies all day Just to lose myself That's my liquor That's my vice That's my struggle When I feel like I don't want to deal with things I run the movies I lose myself in the In in an alternate reality that doesn't exist And once that movie is over It's right back to the real thing And you know what I do Just like alcoholics And anybody else with an addiction does They go back Crack another one open They open that pack up Light another one up They go in that fridge Open another box of uh, 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 Tom and Jerry's or, Or Breyers Or whatever you eat Go to the next show On to the next show On to the next show Trying to lose ourselves In an alternate reality Because we don't want to deal With the current one Because we're not running To the right source They even knew who to run to that's worship worship is your attitude towards god is your lifestyle is how you live is is how you conduct yourself when no one's looking god is always watching people might not see everything you're doing but god does and if you really about that life if you really again if your relationship is really there and you are working on it and a relationship takes work please do not get it twisted don't think that five minutes reading your word or five minutes with god constitutes for a healthy relationship because if you having trouble hearing his voice now okay Maybe you need to um spend a lot more time the same way we used to when we when we met that quote unquote first love in high school and um you know we 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 stayed on the phone until we fell asleep and you talking about you still there? Yeah I'm still here. What you doing? Nothing, just listening to you. Three, four o'clock in the morning. Come on, don't front. Y'all know Yeah, y'all, y'all know about that. Y'all know about that just listening to each other breathe on the phone Ain't got nothing to say Just because of the newness of it Wanting to spend every day with that individual Can't wait to get up and go to school to see that individual That's how that same love That same uh, energy should be towards God When you wake up in the morning I can't wait to talk And again, where do you spend your most time? Most of my time is spent in this vehicle going up and down the road. This is my sanctuary. So this is where I talk to God. But I also try to do my best to listen to what he's saying. He speaks to us in different ways. I encourage y'all to have a pen and a pad near you at all times because, you know, he might be downloading some stuff to you. He might be saying, look, man, you need to go back. You ever have them kind of thoughts where you realize you've done something and how it might have affected a person. And now you just compelled to go back to them and ask for forgiveness or apologize for it. They might not have thought about it They might have forgotten about it But just because you had that unction to go back and, and make that thing right You don't know how that blessed or, or, or releases or, or brings deliverance to that person Because you follow the leading of the Holy Spirit To go back and, and make it right with that individual Or you or you felt led to give the last few dollars uh, uh, To somebody who, who needed it more than you do I don't know how God speaks to you. But what I do know is this word and prayer are the key things to being able to discern the voice of God. He said, my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow. If you follow in other things, if work is your God. If your kids is your God, if your husband or your wife is your God, if chasing this money is your God, then you're not hearing the voice of God. Be honest, you're not hearing his voice What voice are you listening to at night? Are you listening to the likes on Instagram? Are you listening to the comments because, you know You put something up there Revealing a little skin Are you feeling neglected? Do you run a social media for validation? Do you say the things that You feel like you can't say to the individuals You want to say to through social media? I see that a lot i see the things and and again it goes back to what you know the things we run from the things we don't want to deal with with ourselves the things and problems we have with people we go and make it public to the world and so i know for a fact you've seen individuals that you just talked to not even five minutes ago might have had an argument or revealed something or told somebody about themselves and not even a day or maybe two days later, you see a post from that very same person talking about a conversation y'all didn't Now, of course, you can look at it like, well, maybe they weren't talking about me. But come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. You, you, you can tell the tone. And that's what sucks about social media and texting. If I can't hear your voice and see you and how you mean it, we can interpret that thing any way we want. And you can say I didn't mean it that way But it's like what's understood doesn't need to be said But when you gotta explain yourself over again It's like you know what uh, You know if you gotta be for an issue with somebody Air it out to them Why are you gonna air it out on social media Oh because you 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 want woe is me Misery loves company So you want a whole bunch of other negative people That agree with you to jump in with you To make you feel like you're okay for feeling The way you should not be feeling towards this person Because legit they told you about yourself They told you about something that you keep doing That's a problem and you don't want to stop doing it You didn't like the way they said it You didn't like how it came out They didn't use the Lord They didn't use the saith." They didn't go to the Bible They didn't pray about it before they said it to you You got all these excuses Why you don't want to receive it from them So you air it out on social media Instead of just being a man or woman about it And dealing with it But let's bring this thing back full circle David could have aired it out David had a lot of opportunities to air out Saul There was times he caught Saul slipping He could have killed him, he didn't Just like there's times where we can kill people with our words Things we know about them that we don't have it in us to say Even though that they say personal things about us all the time to people There's ways we can kill other people's reputation With things that we know that we don't say because the Holy Spirit in us won't let it Because we we, 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 just like David said, this is the anointed man of God and I'm not going to touch him. God appointed him. So far be it from me. I'm not going to go against that. That's God's anointed. That's who God assigned me to. And, and, And let me let me put it. Let me let's go there. There's people that God has assigned to you that aren't the most easy people to deal with. They're very difficult, in fact. But God, you know that God has sent you to them to help them through this process. And sometimes it's, it's overbearing. Sometimes it's a little too much. Sometimes the expectations is just a little too freaking high. Sometimes the, the, man, the mandate is just a little too much. Sometimes they act just a little too much. And it's like, hold up. Like, are you you're, you're not even being practical? And that's how you feel. You want to air that out with them, but you can't. And so instead of running to God And saying Lord how do I deal with this We go to other means We go to people who are really not qualified To instruct us on how to help Us in this situation Or we go and air it out On social media Or some other means To definitely a bunch of other folks Who probably really ain't in the right mindset To be trying to advise you on how to handle that situation I think that's called accountability But we ain't going there today You know so When I look at David to kind of sum this all up, David was a worshiper. And when your mind and your heart, when you are working on where your mind and heart should be, according to the word of God. Christ said this life is short and full of trouble, but he also said, take heart. For I have overcome the world And we are more than overcomers Through Christ Jesus He who was in us Is greater than he who was in the world So while we are getting our heart To the right place While we are continually walking daily With the cleansing and the renewing Of the washing of our minds With the reading of the word We are going to run into these things constantly But this word This word is our lifter of head This is our our shield of faith This is our buckler This is, this is what keeps us solid and infirm in these times of adversity, when we have the pressures that David had, when we have a bunch of people after us, when we have uh, uh, the pressure and expectations of individuals, uh, and, and the bars just set so freaking high that it, it causes depression. Uh, you start thinking suicidal thoughts. You just start you, you you start getting ulcers. You start getting sick because it's just the pressure is unreal. The things that people go through in private because of the expectation that's put on them is nuts. And 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 it's like the shortage of people out here that can really, really, you know, you might be the only Jesus to somebody right now. They might not know the first thing about prayer. And I'm gonna tell you something right now. Paul said, "I become them so I can win them." And what I and and, and what I interpret that as is when you telling a person to pray about something and they're not really a praying type of person or they don't understand the power of prayer, that is very freaking annoying. There's nothing more annoying than telling somebody to do something that you're not giving them the tools or teaching them how to do. So when you're telling a person, when you're speaking to an individual from where you're at in your walk and they're nowhere near that place with God, it's, it's like it's going in one ear and out the other. Be sensitive towards the individual. Know who you labor among. Know who you're talking to. If you don't have those elements or those skill sets or the experience, please keep your mouth closed and stop trying to advise people on things that you wouldn't do yourself, things you can't explain to them clearly and concisely on how to do, and are not willing to put the work in to be consistent and follow up with them to make sure either you're doing it with them and partnering with them to help them through it, or just are able to lead them at least to the right person to help them through that don't tell somebody to pray about something all the time and you pray about it half the time don't let your response be something so holy that it's no earthly use or they, like like they can't use it you know it's like you're feeding pearl to swine you know what i'm saying like you're giving them something and they don't know what to do with it you might understand it but to be honest if you understood it you wouldn't be so quick to throw it at them Superficially, you know, you'll be able to break it down to them in a way where they get it and understand it And trust me, there's a lot of more people out here that want the wisdom and love and the care of God than we think There's a lot more people out here that need it, that want it, more than we think And and as Christians, it's our job to divide this, to study, to show ourselves approved To divide this word of truth the right way and if we can't then we need to go back And find the right way So we can make sure we giving it to them the right way Or else we just We we, we just a blindly and a blind So just remember man Just as much as you're going through things When God brings us up Out of it We're supposed to comfort others With the same comfort that Christ gave us In our situation In our valley, in our season So You know that's my rant for this evening, um, pick one thing you're gonna do tonight, tomorrow, <laughs> having to do with God. You know, you know, if you if you're used to getting on the phone and chopping it up with your girl or your or your or your, or your man's, and and just talking about stuff, how about you just you just put the phone on silent and just chop it up with God. Talk to him. Talk talk to him like you would talk to a regular person. Now, I shouldn't have to put it out there like that. But, I mean, you know, don't be cussing and, you know, you know, being disrespectful. Now, you might have to cuss. You know what I'm saying? You know, you might have to vent and get some things off your chest. But, you know, talk to God the way you would want to be talked to. And make it a habit. Do it often. Shoot, do it in the shower. You sing in the shower. You talk to yourself when you're cooking You talk to yourself when you're thinking about What you forgot to do during the day Talk to God and you'd be surprised He said asking you shall receive Seeking you shall find Knocking the door will be open He said I'm a rewarder of those who diligently seek me In layman's terms You know that guy Women That Constantly come to your job That as they call the term Thirsty but let's talk about the real men the, the good ones The ones that consistently show up Ask about your day You know they trying to get you to go out with them You decline like, No nah, you know I'm busy You know I got stuff to do And they just persistent They diligent They continually coming after you And they are seeking you out They trying, they're trying to win you over They trying to court They trying to let you know that I'm interested in you And before you know it You know they wear you out And it's like alright Alright you know they'd improve themselves and they they won't let up so okay what's up it's the same with God when you're constantly chasing after him because he's chasing after us every day when you're constantly chasing after him he says I, I I reward those who diligently seek me what are you looking for and I guarantee you if you're diligently seeking him you're gonna find what you're looking for so that's my time for this evening. Again, you know, find that one thing you're going to do, you know, for God and and do it. Understand it's a relationship. It's not one way. God is not again. If, if you only go to God when you in trouble and you and you need something, but then turn around and complain and air out how folk only come to you when you need something, when they need something. Then you're contradicting yourself You're being hypocritical Like how, how is it that You mad when people only come to you When they need something And you do the same thing with God When things ain't going well That's the only time God hear from you Just like that makes you feel some type of way I'm pretty sure that makes God feel some type of way But thank God he ain't like us Because he still gives us He still answers prayer He still answers things we ask him for And that might not be what we want But it'll be exactly what we need And most times There'll be people interceding on our behalf and he'll bless us because of somebody else. Knowing we don't deserve it. No, we didn't cuss that same person out that's praying for our very souls, and God will bless us because He's honoring their prayers. He ain't doing it for us; He honoring their prayers, just like He honored Lot when Abraham prayed and said, "Lord, if there's ten righteous people in the city, will You spare?" It? He said, "I will spare it for ten righteous people." God is answering a lot of prayers for people on behalf of the ones who prayed it, not for you, not for your disrespectful behind, not for the, not for the ones who who who, who feel entitled, like somebody's supposed to do something, like the world owed them something. God is answering the prayers of of generations of people that died centuries ago. That made that 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 are being withdrawn today. And you thinking that you're doing something right. Knowing that your thoughts ain't where they supposed to be. Knowing that your life ain't where it's supposed to be. Knowing you ain't supposed to be doing what you, you know, you ain't doing what you should be doing. God is a God of his word. And we're taking part in blessings, you know. That he blesses other people with or, or blessings that people didn't live to see and, and we take advantage of it We take it for granted So don't take God for granted Don't go to him when you just need something You know just like you do your aunt or your mama or somebody You text him just say "Hey, I just want to say I love you Hey God I just want to say I love you Let him know That's relationship. Next time somebody asks, oh, you religious? Like, nah, man, it's a lifestyle. I got a relationship. It's a relationship. But I'm done. You know, I'm done. That's, that's what I encourage y'all to do. If you don't like the way your relationships is going, and how things is going in your life, check your relationship with God. And let's work from back to front. All right. This is Daryl Dixon. You and I and listening to the I Am Set Apart podcast. I am out of here. Peace.